Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining me on my second episode of my podcast called Ordinary People. I'm your host, Layla, and I want to introduce to you my guest today, who is a newlywed school teacher, a makeup artist on the weekends, and a 24-hour dog mom. Caitlin, thank you for joining us today. Thanks, Layla. It's great to be here. We're sitting here by the fire. Flowers snuggled up next to me. Oh, I know it. It is nice to be here by the fire. Um, Not only that, but I'm in my own home. And we're doing this interview right by our own fire, which is amazing. Um, Today, we're going to cover how to plan your own wedding as Caitlin has done this past August. So she's fresh, fresh into it. She knows what she's doing. um, And she's here to talk about it with all of you. Um, So we're going to just jump right into it, like I said. And I want to just add that she is far, far, far from ordinary. (laughs) Um... Anyways, uh, what is the first thing you did to start the process of planning your own wedding? Um, the first thing, honestly, the first thing we did was book our band. Um, we had friends who played in a band, and we knew we wanted live music. We met at concerts, so we definitely wanted live music. And so the first thing I did was reach out to a band. I kind of had a vision in my mind of what I wanted. The next step was getting Asa on board. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. I, I, uh, I agree. I think that's a great start. Music's always uh, something you want to get on, only because the band itself can be very busy, and uh, they might not always be booking weddings. They might also just be a regular band that plays gigs on the side. So you want to make sure that you book them early. How early did you book them? Um, we booked them about a year in advance. And um, advance. they were friends of ours, so they were definitely willing to, to set the date as soon as we asked. They were excited and That's amazing. happy to do it. Uh, if, if you're not friends with the band, I would say a year is... Or more, even. I guess it depends on go. who it was. Our band was the Aerolites, by the way. They're fantastic. Based the Aerolites. Yeah. We re- highly recommend the Aerolites in Vermont if you're ever planning your wedding here, which I know that happens a lot since this is a destination uh, place for people to get married, um, as we know. Um, so how did you plan your budget? Um, the budget was a little tricky, but not too bad because we ended up... Well, first of all, I was gifted some money from my grandfather when he passed away. So I had a little bit of an egg set aside for mm-hmm. that. Um, and then we decided, we looked at some venues, but we really wanted people to be able to camp out. And we actually had some property um, that belongs to Asa. So I was able to talk him into having our wedding up there. And then um, we had help paying for our tent as well. So really we had a lot of help, which was great. My uncle bakes wedding cakes, so he made our wedding cake. Wow. Um, That's so amazing. So we were really able to kind of 
focused our money where we wanted it. Mm-hmm. That being said, it was still expensive. <laughs> it always Weddings is. in general are just expensive. So whatever you do, just prepare. Okay. And, I mean, I considered taking out a loan at one point, but luckily we had help with the tent, so I didn't have to do that. So accept help also. Accept help from your family and friends, because I know some people feel strange about that, but they want to help you, so let them. The, yeah, absolutely. Uh, friends always want to help. So does family. Um, definitely, definitely let people help you. Even if, you know, you have a hard time letting go of all of the aspects as far as letting somebody else and their input, you know, be part of it. I would say just this is a good time to practice just letting go and just kind of having people help you because you want the day to go smooth and most of the time family members have done this before and they want to just really help you have a perfect day and you need their help you really do and you need their help so let's not deny that um great this is freaking awesome i appreciate you being here um where is the best place to order wedding invites from Well, I got my invites off of Etsy. Um, I know I ordered my thank you cards afterwards off Shutterfly, and that was fine as well. Um, They were beautiful, by the way, and Matt still has his. Oh, thank you. On his table. Thank you. I know you said you didn't want one, but maybe I'll. I see. I see that he has one (laughs) on his table. (laughs) Right on his table there when you walk in. It's so funny. (laughs) So I used the website Zola to make a wedding website, and um, Zola was great. I highly recommend that. And they had a lot of different formats for your webpage, and one of them had a bunch of pine trees on it. The property had a bunch of pine trees, so I thought that was kind of cool. It wasn't necessarily our theme, but on Etsy, I was able to find invitations with pine trees. We didn't want... Mm-hmm. We didn't want to do the photo thing. No. Um, we just wanted a plain um, invitation, and then we were able to personalize it. We didn't want something formal that said, you know, without the permission of our parents or anything like that. So right. we came up with something fun, like, uh, what did it say? I do. <laughs> it was really fun. Uh, I do forever something. Here, wait, I have one right here. Oh, it said, I do, me too, now let's party. (laughs) Oh, God, I love it. So we did that, and then we had RSVPs that people could send back, and it was really easy to do it all off Etsy. They came quickly, they were personalized, they looked really great, so that was, that would be my recommendation. I love all those things. Um, I hope you guys are taking notes if you're planning a wedding, this is some good info here. Um, okay, well, so my next question is kind of a big one. How did you find your photographer? So I had some key points that I wanted in a photographer. I wanted two photographers. Um, I'm not always the most photogenic, I feel. So I like to have, I feel like I get really awkward on camera. So I wanted to have two photographers um, so that we could have different angles. Um, I've seen in past weddings where they had one photographer and, you know, the the bridesmaid giving the speech had her eyes closed the whole time in all the pictures. So I just really wanted to make sure we had two. Um, I also kind of kept a budget in mind. I didn't really want to go over 2000 and that was really even pushing it. So I just kind of hopped on 
wedding wire um, and I scrolled through. I found people in my price range. I found people that had two photographers and then I really just spent some time looking through their portfolios and seeing the kinds of weddings that they did and um, reading kind of their their values. A lot of photographers will have like their kind of an explanation of their photography style on their website. And so Deborah Huber Photography was the one I went with. And um, she had fantastic photos. Um, it came with a free engagement shoot. So that was cool because we really weren't planning on doing an engagement shoot. We were maybe just going to have a friend take a picture. But we ended mm -hmm. up getting that engagement shoot, which was great. Um, and it was all off wedding wire. So it worked out pretty well. Um, That's amazing. Yeah, I was definitely very happy with the results. Did you have to, like do the back and forth a lot with your photographer or was it pretty simple? Um, she was really easy to communicate with. Um, she did end up having twins in January. We were getting in August so I was a little nervous but she definitely held, held um, up to all her obligations. There were some times where communication was a little bit lagging but she explained, you know, one of her kids were happens. sick or yeah. whatever. So I'm understanding right. about right, that. Right, right, right. Um, but she was really great. But you know, we set up for, she came to us for our engagement shoot. It was the day that the weather wasn't great. And we went back and forth a lot about whether we should cancel it or not. And she ended up coming even though it was kind of a storm brewing and we caught like the perfect 45 minutes and the photos were great and the lighting was really cool. So that was awesome. And then she came up to meet us on the day of the wedding, um, and it's kind of in the middle of nowhere, so it was great that she came right to us, and there was no extra travel fee or anything like that, and she had a partner, so it all, you know, she really, she was a re really great photographer. Mm -hmm. I love, I love that you added in that the lighting, uh, even though it was stormy, it still went with the look. Yeah, and she had, you know, she said, if it starts raining, we should go in, because okay. then... That's too much. She said, I'm gonna have to Photoshop every single raindrop off of you, which okay. actually was great to hear, because I was like, okay, she's really gonna take her time with our photos, but mm -hmm. let's not do that to her. Yeah, that's <laughs> a little too much. Yeah. Um, okay, well, when planning your own wedding, I think asking the right questions is important so you don't get overwhelmed, right? Mm -hmm. Which questions are the ones you don't want to forget to ask your photographer? Okay, so you definitely want to ask about a schedule. Um, what is their schedule? How many hours are they going to be there? Um, you definitely want to ask um, what the turnaround time is. That was something that was really hard for me. I never asked that question up front, and I just was so excited about the pictures that waiting was really really hard. <laughs> okay. um, I asked for a preview, so that was great, and she followed through with that. I highly recommend asking if that's capable, or if that's available. I think mm -hmm. some photographers are so busy, they really wouldn't be able to do that, but ask that question up front, and then you could at least see if you could look at a picture on their camera, because mm -hmm. I hadn't seen any pictures, and I was just waiting and waiting, and I was, like, chomping at the bit. Um, you also want to make sure you give them a photo list for the day of the wedding. I said, let's just skip the shot list. I mm. think we'll just, you know, do it on the whim. And she was like, no, I think we should write it down and I'll really help you keep track. If she had not done that, I definitely would not have got all the pictures I want. At the end of the day, I was like, oh my God, we forgot to take a picture with A, B, and C. 
And then we were like, oh, no, wait, we did. Because she had that shot list. If she didn't have it, we wouldn't have those pictures. And they were important people, you know? Mm -hmm. Family members and stuff. So really make sure you give that shot list. I think that's a great, great, great thing. That's a really good point, and all those points are really amazing. Um, What about the venue? I mean, we know this was a family property, and if you have resources like this, you should definitely use them. But how was it planning the space? So, a lot of people were stressed out about the weather. I tried not to be because the weather is the weather, and I figured we would have fun no matter what. But we definitely needed to get a tent just in case. I mean, Mm -hmm. rain or sun, it was important to have a tent. And this was in August, so even in August, you still have to think, you know, the weather's could be taking a turn. Right, and at night, the temp could drop. Luckily, it did not. But we got a tent, um, and it was a large tent. It was probably bigger than we needed, but it was actually magical. I'm glad we got that size. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was one thing. We had to make sure that the, the property was mowed as much as possible. It wasn't 100% flat, um, but we really just kind of worked with it. We just, Right, it didn't need to be. So if you guys are doing your own clearing of the land, uh, it doesn't need to be perfect. It just needs to be walkable. Yeah, it needs to be functionable. You need to talk with the tent person and see if they can get the tent in. You know, luckily we had, there's a little road, so the tent was able, or the truck was able to deliver the tent and set it up. Um, We wanted to make sure we had a bonfire. Um, Mm -hmm. Obviously, if you have a bonfire, it needs to be far enough away from the tent so that there are no ashes um, that get on the tent. So think about that ahead of time. Um, Then think about, you know, if you need water for the dishes... Or if you need, um, you know, water or ice or electricity, we had to, we had two generators that we ended up borrowing from friends, but you know, you, we needed a big generator for the band and we needed a generator for, um, uh, we had a, a kegerator that we wanted to keep cold, but we also needed for the lights and stuff. (laughs) Um, so there's definitely, you need to think about those things and then you need to think about parking. Um, oh, yes. Again, luckily, uh, Ace's dad had a whole plan for parking, and he worked that all out and set that all up for us. But we had the space, and that was a good thing because not all venues will have that space, and that's definitely something to think about. Finally, thinking about um, camping and then restrooms. So there were plenty people could camp wherever they wanted, really. Um, but we did rent two porta porta potties. We had about 160 people, and by the end of the next day, the porta potties were both full. Mm-hmm. So I would even recommend putting a sign that says "pee in the woods" or getting three porta potties because mm-hmm. two was barely able to cover it. Okay, and how many people did you have at your wedding? About 160. All right, so yeah, you guys do the math on that one. Um, planning your own wedding, we know, can be stressful. How much time did it take you? And how much time does a newlywed need? Meaning, how much time does somebody need? Um, well, we got engaged uh, July 2018. And we got married August 2019. So the whole process was about a year. Mm-hmm. Um, we probably started planning in, like, December, January. And I don't think...
think it took like too, too long. It was just little steps throughout the way. I used on Wedding Wire, they have a wedding checklist, mm-hmm. and that was really helpful just to think about what initial things I needed to think about because when you first start planning a wedding, it's a little overwhelming. But then once you look at that checklist, it gives you like a timeline. There were a ton of things on Wedding Wire that I was not thinking about doing, so that felt good to be able to check those things off the list because I wasn't going to do them. Right. Um, We were definitely a little more casual than some weddings. (laughs) Yeah, I think all in all, the space was perfect. Uh, It was well thought out. And the tent and then the flooring, the makeshift kind of flooring, that was a lot of fun to dance on. Yeah, and that all came with the tent. The tables, the chairs, the the dance floor, and the legs all came with the tent. So it was a really great deal. And look around because, honestly, I looked at one tent that was $10,000 and the tent we ended up getting was $4,000. Mm. So don't just go with the first tent you read about or the only company you know. Really right. do some and don't get And don't get too excited just because they're available. We all know it's it's fun when people are available, but you got to, like, look around, shop around. And there were plenty of people but that responded. But don't take too much time. Don't take too much time, but, I mean, there were people who were still available. Right. So. Um, and then... Um, let's see. What about your florist? I mean, tell us about your florist. Well, my florist actually happened to be an old roommate of ours. Layla and I lived together back in 2011, and we lived with this girl, Laura. And at the time, Laura was not a florist, and she only lived with us for about a month or so. But she moved on, and we followed each other on Instagram, and we saw that she was doing flowers. So in 2000. What year? 2017, I think my sister got married. 2016, actually. Um, And she asked Laura to do her flowers for her wedding. So she did our bouquets. They were gorgeous. Um, So I was definitely right off the bat wanting to work with her again just to support somebody local. She did my sister's wedding. I already knew um, what I wanted. But I really wanted to do wildflowers, and I was really only interested in flower crowns. Mm -hmm. So I emailed her to see, you know, if she was available. And she said, yeah, but she had a minimum of a certain price. Right. And so I was like, okay. I thought about looking around, and then I was like, why don't I just ask? It doesn't hurt to ask. It doesn't hurt to ask. So I said, Laura, you know, if I just want flower crowns, can we change this minimum? Because... I'm not looking for the whole setup. And right. she was like, absolutely, what are you What are you thinking? What's your budget? And Amazing. I said, I, I didn't want to give her a ballpark answer because I didn't really know what flowers go for. I didn't really know what the going rate of a flower crown would be. And I didn't want to insult her, her hard work. I know right. she does these things by hand. I know she spends her time on it. I know it's her, her own business. So I said, I'm not really sure, Laura. You tell me. And I'll tell you if it's reasonable. Mm-hmm. Um, so she gave me a price and it worked out. And um, we were able to... We picked up the flowers from her. Yeah. Um, it was a day early, so I was a little nervous. Um, she was a little nervous. I think okay. she was more nervous than me. Right. Um, but they looked great. They really were fine. She gave us really specific instructions on how to keep them well preserved. We Definitely. kept them in a cold basement. Yeah. We misted them. You gotta have some place cold. To keep yeah. them. You do not want them to wilt. And, no. you know, there were a few that were starting to wilt a little bit, but it was nothing 
And it was a hot August day. Any flower was going to wilt a little. Right. And they dried so beautifully. So, so pretty, pretty. I still have a couple of my bridesmaids left them. So I still have like three. And one got left at my in-law's house. They have it hanging up. They're beautiful Aww. wall decorations now. I love that. That's amazing. I still have mine. I'm actually, I can see it from here. Um, <laughs> um, how did you pick your color scheme? Um, I looked on a lot of Pinterest. I spent some time looking on Pinterest. I knew I wanted my bridesmaids to be themselves and I didn't want them to be, I didn't want to stick a certain budget on them. I didn't want to say you have to spend $150 on this dress and I need you to have these certain shoes. I mean, one of my best friends is like super frugal and is always like, look at this amazing shirt I found for $3. So I didn't want to put that limit on her. Um, so I sent out a couple inspo pictures. I wanted my girls to have, um, not pastel colors like Easter, but like a dusty kind of earthy pastel color. So like Mm -hmm. dusty purple, sage green, Mm -hmm. dusty blue, you know. So I sent out some inspo pictures of what I liked, and then I just told the girls to pick out a dress that they liked. I wanted it to be long. I told them it had to be long. And they would send me a picture, and then each time they sent me a picture, I would just kind of, like, stitch them together in another photo so we could see what they looked like next to each other. And it worked out perfectly. So every time somebody would buy a dress, I'd just send out the picture, and the dresses matched. I had, like, two shades of purple. I had two shades of blue. I had one green, and I had one beige. Uh, Mm -hmm. Two beige, actually. Mm -hmm. It, like, really, it worked out so perfectly. They all looked really great together. Um, so that was, you know, just search around a lot on Pinterest or wherever. Look at your friends' weddings. Yeah. Think about what you'd like, I guess. Right, 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 right. Um, yeah, it's okay, and it's okay to try them on and then send them back. Yeah, matching, getting the men ready, that was kind of tough. Asa was definitely a little stressed out about it. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of told him I wanted the... The guys to match my my bra- my maid of honor who had the only sage green dress and I thought that was kind of a manly color mm-hmm. or I mean more so than like the pink or the the purple so mm-hmm. I said you know let's just have them go with sage green and then he had to kind of decide where to go from there and right I went with him to the tuxedo place and we picked it out together which was good um, I love that I told him he could go by himself and he said no you have to come with me. So it worked out. I got my say, even though I was trying to let him do it himself. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess we're all wondering now, do you feel like you had enough time looking back now? Yeah. I mean, I think there were definitely like details that I wanted to do that I didn't have enough time to do, but that was my own personal, just I wasn't doing them. I had plenty of time to do it. I just didn't do it and then I like forgot to do it at the last minute and ran out of time but it was okay it was Mm -hmm. really fine Mm -hmm. um so it looks like you had a really great team to work with it was your family your friends who was who 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 else I mean did you get like some random help that you didn't even think you would get so I had really a lot of a lot of help. I could not have accomplished, pulled off the wedding without all the help. So we had the pro- uh, the wedding on the property, which was up um, right next to Ace's dad and stepmom. So they mm-hmm. did a ton. 
They really worked on the property. Mm-hmm. Ace's dad set up all the parking. Mm-hmm. Um, they hosted our rehearsal dinner, which was really kind of them. Wow. Um, and then my my colleague, who happens to also be my mom's best friend, she is an amazing cook and caterer. So she really sat down with us and talked about all the catering and what we needed for food, how much, how to pull it all off, and then let us borrow a ton of catering things. Mm-hmm. So that was really invaluable. Um, my Aunt Sue cooked beans for us. Um, she also cooked zucchini muffins for us. Mm-hmm. She works for Cabot, so she was able to get Cabot Price cheese, and she was able to get us butter, so all of that was... That cheese was so good. So, I could um, not even get away from the cheese, and Armando knows it. So helpful. My sister had a Costco membership, so we went to Costco and bought all the, you know, appetizers, rolls, things like that. Um, then, uh, plates and... No, we got our plates and stuff off of Amazon, but, um... Who else? My mom, obviously, she helped out. She made amazing wine charms Mm -hmm. for all these glasses, which... So amazing. I don't know if you're going to ask this question, but if I regret anything, I forgot (laughs) to tell everybody to take the glasses. So my mom handcrafted, like, 150 wine glass charms, and we have, like, 130 wine glasses (laughs) left at my house. Um, Yep. But, we do. We got a lot of wine glasses, but we're drinking a lot of wine, too, so we got to... We're also going you know, to have that. an anniversary party and get those glasses mm-hmm. out of here. Anyway. That's a good reason um, to have a party, Other guys. help. My uncle made the cake, so that was awesome. Um, that was his wedding gift to us. Um, and then, uh, oh, my best friend, of course, I can't, ma- can't forget her. She gifted us, her and her husband, they do maple sugaring, so uh-huh. she, they gifted us maple syrup for all the favors so really oh man people didn't forget those so much help no they did not (laughs) forget the maple syrup they did not forget the maple syrup but they forgot the wedding glasses oh man that's great if you want fireworks at your wedding what kind of things do you need to keep in mind so we weren't expecting fireworks but ace's uncle came up and he decided he was buying us fireworks for a present so that was awesome um there's a firework shop not too far away and they delivered two gigantic boxes. I couldn't believe how big they were. Mm -hmm. Um, So we had to A, think about keeping it. Well, we had to wonder whether or not it was important to tell the town. So I guess it depends where you live. We were kind of out in the boonies, so I don't think we had to get a fire permit or anything. Or I don't think we did. If you're in the city, you probably do. But if you're anywhere... If if you're anywhere near house, other houses... It might be good to inquire around, at least around the neighborhood, if not to the official sources before you do it. Right. Um, And then, secondly, you have to think about keeping it far enough away from the tent, because, again, you really can't stay in the beautiful white tent Mm -hmm. with any ashes or anything like that. Right. And then you want to think about trees. Yeah. Um, you also want to think we had a couple dogs at our wedding, so dogs, yeah. um, one firework went off before the dogs were all secured, and they were really nervous for the rest of the night. So just you know, we had we made sure we had spaces that the dogs would be safe and comfortable. So mm-hmm. think about that, um, and yeah. Other than that, oh, think about also who's going to set it off because a lot of fireworks. Sometimes you can get people who set off the fireworks show, but we didn't pay for that. They delivered the fireworks and we enlisted some friends to set them off for us. Yep. 
I I I think that's a a really good good thing to have is uh, informed people around you to know what to do with the fireworks. Uh, don't just set them off if you've never used them before. Yeah, definitely don't do that. No, don't do that. <laughs> just skip the whole thing if you've never used them before. Practice on a different day, not your wedding day. Exactly. Um, and then let's go back to music. I just want to mention that music is a big part, and you always want to have people on deck that have music abilities. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> you also want to think about things like the walk down the aisle, because I did not think about that until right before, and we're literally like the morning of on the way to get ready, it was fun, and though. I don't have a, mu- a song picked, and again, my best friend Casey, she says, listen, I have the instrumental bittersweet symphony that we walked down the aisle to at my wedding saved on my phone do you want me to play that and I was like perfect yeah (laughs) so think about that ahead of time um think about how you're gonna play your songs if you have if you have a DJ you don't have to worry about that you give them song lists no problem we didn't do that we had the band the band had said if we wanted them to play some songs they could learn them we didn't really we weren't organized enough to do that we were going to do something different so we luckily found somebody with an iPhone who could just plug right in and play a little wedding playlist for us. Um, it was yeah. just like a playlist they had already saved on their phone. But definitely think about, you know, during cocktail hour, is there going to be music? There should be. Who's going to do that? Think about what you're walking down the aisle to and just prepare those things if you can. Yeah. And I just want to give a shout out to Armando yeah, for thanks. the late night jams. Thanks, Mondo. Love you, babe. (laughs) Um, Anyways, getting your bridal party together can be stressful because there are so many schedules to consider. Oh, yes, it can be. What would you suggest and how to manage this part of the planning? Well, the the biggest thing I would suggest is don't take it to heart if people can't make it. Mm -hmm. Um, It's hard not to get your feelings a little bit upset if people can't make it, but you have to be understanding that... Everybody's living their own life. Mm-hmm. Um, so, basically, jo- just try to give advance warning, and then just be happy with whoever can make it. Yeah. Um, you know, for my bridal shower, not everyone was able to make it, and that was okay. It was still beautiful. We still had a great time. My bachelorette party, not everybody was able to make it, but I made sure to invite other friends, too, and it was still... Super fun. Yeah. It's Um, always a good time. And it was always, you know, I knew my other bridesmaids wished they could be there. Yeah. And they just couldn't, and that was okay. That's okay. Life happens. Uh, We all have different things going on. You never know what somebody's going through unless they tell you. Um, And if they don't tell you, well, then you don't know. Um, So that's that. Um, Try to be gentle, even though it's hard because you're stressed out. And, you know, you want the day to be about you, but you have to remember that everybody's dealing with their own stuff. So, Mm -hmm. Like, yep, life happens. So, all right, well, tell us top three things that are most important to include in your wedding planning journey. Okay, um... <laughs> Top three things. I guess just think about the vibe you want and just try to really keep that. So it was helpful to think of kind of a theme. We didn't really go with a full theme, but that was fine. Okay. Second of all, like I said, take the help that's offered to you. Um, I'm not always somebody who likes to accept help, but 
you need it and just take it. It's so important. Um, and three, just be flexible. Things are not going to always work out. I bought all these bubbles. I had three bubble machines that I borrowed and we forgot to turn any of them on. And nobody was like, wow, there weren't bubbles at this wedding. I'm so disappointed. You know, so just if little things don't work out the way you expect them to, don't stress it because people are not thinking about that. Everyone's at a wedding to have a good time. And they're not trying to pick it all apart. So just really don't stress the little details. Mm -hmm. If they happen, they happen, and it's great. If they don't, they don't. It's Mm -hmm. so great. I love it. And I just want to add that if anyone tells you their most important things, as far as when it comes to down to what they say, as far as photography, music, uh, let's let's really get into that, Um, right? I was just, just the gonna, last three things. I remembered one final thing. <laughs> if somebody gifts you hair extensions and you've been planning your to wear your oh, hair right. extensions all year and you've practiced your look three times, don't forget the hair extensions at home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I totally did that. I forgot my hair extensions and I had to send somebody to get them for me. <laughs> Which luckily worked out. But maybe that's what I should say. Make sure you pack yourself a day in advance, not right. the day before. <laughs> right, right, right. Make okay. sure you write yourself a checklist or something. Because oh, uh, I, I was love eating that. pizza at my rehearsal dinner and realized, oh my God, I forgot my hair. <laughs> <laughs> and I had a dream about it too. Let's not add that. Let's, you know, Layla let's not forget that. Killed me. I, I, I had a dream. I secret from her until I knew they were safely <laughs> back with me. <laughs> I had a dream that they were forgotten and they were, and that's crazy. Um, but they were, they were retrieved. So it's all good. Yeah. Um, anyways, well, thank you for sharing your wedding experience. No and problem. thank you everyone for listening to my second show here on Ordinary People. See you next time. Bye.